You're listening to the Retirement Lifestyle Podcast with Chris and Susan Beasley. Hi, we're Chris and Susan Beasley and welcome to Living the Retirement Lifestyle where we have some of our very favorite friends, entrepreneurs, influencers and thought leaders join us and share some of their their ideas and what they do in their business, what's going on in the world, what they suggest people might be wanting to do at any time in their life. And of course, if you're watching this, you know that we're a very special club. We, we have a retiree entrepreneurs club and you have to be 50 to join that. Uh, we have had some of our guests who are a little younger because they have some great ideas for us. But we like to think that as we grow a little older, we have some great tips and strategies that we can share with one another so that we all have the kinds of retirements that we grew up expecting when we finished that uh, career of ours. So today we have someone very, very special with us, someone we have had on our show before. Um, he's a wonderful man, very, very gracious, has written numerous books, but I'm not going to let us tell his story I'm going to let him tell his story and I know many of our friends are so excited to see you today it is Mr Bob Berg and he is joining us all the way across the pond also in self-isolation as are we Bob welcome and thank you for joining us hello Chris and Susan greetings from across the very huge pond and I hope you all are feeling well right now in isolation absolutely as we all are yeah well, other than those who you know are doing such an amazing amazing job out there putting their lives at risk to uh to serve everyone else and we we thank them we applaud them very much we do in in the uk they started something called the rainbow trail um to applaud those people who are on yeah. the front line saving our lives and basically you draw the kiddies who are all home on homeschooling are drawing and painting and making collages of rainbows and they're sticking them in their windows just to support those people who are taking care of them. And I think what a lovely, lovely thing. And isn't that so much like the go-giver philosophy, really? Well, you know, we certainly, uh, you know, any, any creative ways that we can utilize to say thank you you know, I think just lets them know we're thinking of them and that we appreciate them, that we don't take them for granted. And, uh, you know, that they're just really such heroes. It's true. So would you like to tell everyone a little bit about your background and, and what you do and those amazing books that you write? Well, in a, in a nutshell, I started out in broadcasting, was not very good at it, got into sales. I like to say I graduated into sales. Uh, the challenge was that I knew nothing about sales. And uh, so for the first few, and the training where I first started, my first, the first company where I worked, uh, their training was, we'll say negligible at best. And when I say negligible, I mean non-existent. And so I had to figure it out for myself. Now, you know, I, I don't know about the two of you. I know both of you are brilliant and you have great ideas. And, and, but with me, I'm not someone who, who can invent a wheel. Okay. Um, so, you know, just my brain isn't wired that way. We all, you know, have our strengths and weaknesses. Um, and so I, all I did was I knocked on doors, made calls. I was persistent. I did, you know, I believed in what I was doing. All that was great. But other than some very little success, I pretty much floundered. 
Okay, I had what what Jim Rohn, the late Jim Rohn, who we all know and love, mm -hmm. knew and loved, uh, what he would say. I had the motivation, but I didn't have the information. And oh, both are okay. okay. Yeah. Um, fortunately, one day, and this is about forty years ago now, I was in a bookstore and just I wasn't. I'm not sure exactly what I was looking for, but I came across a sales section. Now you've got to understand. I didn't even realize there was there was such a thing as a sales section in a bookstore. No. <laughs> what? Advice on how to sell. I mean, I really didn't even know that was a thing. I thought what I was doing was selling. Knock on doors, bother people, talk, talk, talk about my product and hope they buy. I mean, I really, I didn't know any better. So I, I remember getting two books. One was by Tom Hopkins. One was by Zig Ziglar. And uh, I just studied it, and I was fascinated. It opened up an entirely new world. And within a few weeks, my sales began to really go sky high. Now, here, here's the interesting thing. There was really no significant difference in my basic Bob Berg makeup, character, brain, what have you, three weeks later than there, were th than there was three weeks earlier. But now I had a methodology. Now I had a system, I had a structure to be able to follow. And, and to this day, I mean, I define a system as the process of predictably achieving a goal based on a logical and specific set of how-to principles. Yeah. The key being predictability. If it's been proven that by doing A, you'll get the desired results of B, then you know that all you need to do is A and continue to do A and continue to do A and eventually you'll get the desired results of, of B. Well, that was a game changer for me. Because again, I'm not an inventor, okay? I'm, I'm someone who can plug into a system and then apply it and I'll keep applying it, okay? But that's a whole different thing from being the creator or inventor of a system. So uh, I found really good success with that. But then the really cool thing that I discovered about sales was that while the, you know, the strategies and techniques and the how-tos are important, and they certainly are, that's just part of it. Really, sales is about understanding yourself. It's growing on the inside. So I started getting all these magnificent books that I'm sure you have in your library, the you know, <laughs> How to Win Friends and Influence People, Think and Grow Rich, As a Man yeah. Think, blah, 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 Psycho-Cybernetics, isn't that right? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, it was like, whoa, this is great. But then what you really come to understand at the next level is that great salesmanship is never about you. It's about the other person. And I remember, can I share a quick story with you? And oh, this please. Yes, yes. please do. Yes. Well, and this is sort of the epiphany, if you will, right? And that is I'd been in sales a couple of years and again, had done pretty well. I was now with another company. And I was, you know, I was doing well, but I was not realizing my potential at all. Wasn't even coming close. And I was in a sales slump. And it, there was a, you know, a, a problem. And that problem was me. <laughs> and I remember coming back one day from a non-selling appointment. Now, it was not supposed to be a non-selling appointment. It was supposed to be a selling appointment. But I did not. Uh, carry out my responsibilities and in, in, in helping that person to invest in my product that would have been great for them. And that was my fault. So I remember coming back to the office of the company I was selling for 
And I must have been, you know, I, I remember sitting down in the, the lounge area and a, a guy came out there, an older guy, who he wasn't, wasn't even in the sales department. He was in, I think, engineering or something. I think he retired pretty soon after. But he was the kind of guy, he didn't say much, but when he did, whenever he did say something, it was always profound. We all know those kind of people, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. Kind of, you know. and, and he said to me, and I think he saw me sort of as Joe, right, in The Go-Giver which wouldn't be written for another, you know, 30 years after that. But, um, but he said to me, Berg, can I give you some advice? I said, yeah, please do. And he said, if you want to make a lot of money in sales, don't have making money as your target. Your target is serving others. Now, when you hit the target, he said, you'll get a reward. And that reward will come in the form of money. And you can do with that money whatever you choose. But never forget, he said, the money is simply the reward for hitting the target. It isn't the target itself. Your target is serving others. And that's when it really hit me, okay? It, it isn't about me. It's not even about the product or service. It's about the other person and how their lives will be touched through the product, service, and the additional assistance and help that I'm able to provide. Once I understood that, now my sales went to a whole different level. That is very, very powerful. And I, that is what we learned from the very first of your books that we ever read, which was The Go-Giver, as you know. I, had a, I actually dug it out of our library because we've just moved home and we had found we have 50 boxes of books that we transported from our home oh and like you we've now got book we've now got we always promised ourselves when we when the children left home and we had our own place we would have our own library which we have but i found this is the first edition <laughs> uh, that is the first edition it is and i remember to this very day when i got it and I, well, you'll remember too, I'm sure. I was so excited and we just learned about using video and I, I was in the car, we were actually driving to my mum's and I recorded this little video saying, oh my goodness, you have to get yourself a copy of this book because everything will change mm -hmm. when you read it and you really and truly understand what you have just said. And it was true. And what was so special was that I put this up on social media and immediately you answered and you said, and you, you spoke to us and it, it's been the way forward for the way we've built our business from that day onwards, because most people, when they come into business, as you know, it's about making money. Let, let's not, pretend it's anything different, but what they don't understand is just exactly what you have said, that money is the end product of how you serve up front. Yeah. And, and I think that very much is what's going to change as a result of this terrible chaos that we find ourselves in right now. Um, I think seeing all around social media amongst our peers, um, other entrepreneurs, highly successful entrepreneurs, um, they are all giving freely of their training and their coaching mm -hmm. and ways to read their books, ways to watch videos that they've recorded. 
making what they've written on their blogs more available to people so that others can suddenly see there is something far more when you come out of this and it will change a lot of lives i believe i don't know what you think yeah, I, I think also to add to that is you know everybody's now working from home yeah. or they're finding you know because they're at home so i was saying earlier on we were talking to one of our neighbors and he said the biggest problem i have is i'm bored and yet there is so much out there that he could do <laughs> um he's just got to get a, a change in his mindset and think right okay what would i like to do how can i find out about it and then he won't be bored no exactly and i think there's going to be a lot of people who are going to come out the end of this situation that we're in where they're going to start to think wow this working from home in actual fact has got a lot going for it um you know, especially with, I mean, like, you know, one of our sons and daughters, they work part from home and part from the office, obviously. At the, moment, at the moment, they're all from home. But, you know, and, and so they sort of got the best of both worlds, I guess. But I think they're learning that working from home without the travelling, without all the hassle that's involved in it, unless it's absolutely essential, working from yeah, home. Yeah, and with a routine, it's very possible. Because, of course, they've become infant school teachers in the meantime as well. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but yeah, no. Do tell us what what your thoughts are on that. So, uh, so I'm I'm doing something right now as we're talking that I usually don't do. First, because it would be rude, but also because I'm very not good at it. Like I'm horrible at it, and that is multitasking. <laughs> but the reason I'm doing that is because I'm trying to find this example of someone who has done exactly what you are saying. And it's just such a, a beautiful thing. And I want to um, find this for you so that I can, I can put it on the, um, so that I can uh, send it to you through our, our little discussion thingy. I'm oh, very technical, as you, can, as you can tell. No, uh, if you don't find it, don't worry, because I can always okay. add it in afterwards. Okay, so here it is. Her name is Susan. Uh, Ford, F-O-R-D-E, Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N. And she is, she works for AT&T. And she was talking with one of her clients who had told her that, you know, they were experiencing some frustration, uh, that person and their spouse was home with their children and this and that, and they had so much to do with the homeschooling now and with their work and all the things they had to do. So what she did is she, she read them, she read the kids some children's stories, but she dressed up as Elsa. <laughs> that, oh, <laughs> we saw something I seen like the movie, that. Uh, Frozen. Okay. Yes. yes. Uh, I'm a little behind. I still haven't seen the movie E.T. Okay, so I'm I'm playing. No, we <laughs> understand. We're the same. <laughs> so 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 uh you can you can find her on Facebook. She set up a special page okay. actually. Uh, and I'm trying to figure out, I have what, what I have a, a screenshot here, but I don't know how to do this stuff. And I oh, Bob, please don't worry. I'll find her. Don't worry. And in fact, it's so funny because just a few days ago on, um, one of the, the TV um, channels we had here, they showed a picture of, um, some of the actresses who obviously can't be performing on stage. They can't be in the musicals and they are dressing up as the characters they play. Uh in those particular performances and one of them she had dressed up as Elsa 
from Frozen. And yeah. she was, oh, she was, that's right. She was um, performing for a children's party that had been booked. And she was going to be at this children's party as the Elsa character. And she was telling the story. She was crying. The mum was crying. The children were, their little faces were lit up in smiles here to here. This yeah. is what I think is going to change. And this is going to be for the better for so many yeah. people. I mean, there are so many ways we can find to bring value to others in our sphere of influence, both uh, online and offline, yeah. uh, what have you, that, you know, maybe aren't totally connected with, with work. You know, sometimes when it's appropriate, that, that's fine. But, but right now, it's really a matter of saying, okay, what can I do right now that's just going to bring people some happiness, some peace of mind, some relaxation? Uh, uh, Richard Wildman, who's a great speaker, who, who speaks a lot to the uh, financial services profession, talked about, you know, can you, he, he suggested, can you hire even a uh, magician to do a, a show, you know, on a, a platform, you know, on a social media, yeah. not social media, but on a, uh, you know, like a Zoom, a platform that you yeah. can do webinar type of things to just entertain a family you know, and do that for your prospects, customers, clients, and invite everyone. Uh, or, you know, can you invite a uh, comedian who will do clean humor, you know, for, for, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you know, so there's all these, these things, but, you, but it also might be, I know uh, my friend Dan Burris, a colleague of mine, who's a great futurist and technologist. I just put a, a little promo on my Facebook page. He, uh, he's going to be doing a thing. Okay. What to do now? is in terms of technology as in our changing world. And this guy's like mm -hmm. the best I've seen in 30 years of predicting trends and so forth. So those are things that you, you, we could let our clients, our customers, our prospects and others know about that can be helpful to them in their business too. I think there are so many ways. And then plus, and, and this has nothing to do with the business, it just has to do with being human. And I think a lot of people are, are doing this, this is nothing new, but it's make sure that those in your neighborhood, especially the elderly who are living alone, that you connect with them, you call them, let them know you're thinking about them. Do they need something from the store when you go? Can you deliver a hot meal and just, you know, what have you? And, and do those. Uh, one great friend of mine, Belinda Prine, in her neighborhood, they actually have it set up. They all, you know, connected with each other and set it up so that if, when, if someone's going out, if they go by, when they drive by, uh, you know, on their way to the store, and they see uh, a green cardboard color in the window, everything's okay, but if they see red, it means somebody either is in trouble or they need some kind of assistance or what have you. So there's all sorts of things people can do that basically just ask the question, how can I be of value to another human being right now? You know, I, this is this is so true, and we're we're seeing this in this little community that we've moved into here. And um, we were in a lot much larger uh, village before we moved here. But the minute we got here, it was like we were welcomed. And this is before the virus had really taken hold, and we were given instructions on what we should and shouldn't do. And there's been a community newsletter. There's been people giving their ideas how you can help we put together something on how to loads and loads of ideas a pdf we put together of different things that children could do um, to actually be entertained while they were having their home education because um, right. you need a break you know you yeah. need a break from lessons and 
everyone we've seen, we've said, oh, they've said they've got children at home because we go for a walk in the mornings and we keep our distance, but we can talk across the fields, bizarrely enough, yeah. where we live. And we say, oh, do you have children at home? Oh, yeah, yeah, but it's really hard to keep them entertained. And I said, oh, well, if, if you give me your email, I'll send you this document. And we put it on our Facebook as well. And it's, I hope it helps people. You know, it's outside of something we do, but we saw someone put this together and we took what we saw and put it into a format that's more easily accessible for other people because we have the technology skills mm, to do exactly. that. Um, we're going to put together um, something called our, uh, um, a bit virtual business breakthrough and we're going to invite some friends who are talented in certain areas of business and we're going to make it an open event where people can come and ask their questions and we can hot seat um, a problem they might have in their business right now that we can help with. It's totally free of charge. And it's adding value from all our experiences. And it's not just us, it's a group it's, of yeah, people. Yeah, it's going to be a group of people doing that. And I think more and more I'm seeing this all around the internet from, from other experienced entrepreneurs as well. And, and, and I know you're doing your stuff as well. I see it on your page and in your group, and it's lovely. Well, so let's ask you one other question. Yeah. How did you get into writing books, Bob? Yeah. You told us about selling and then you said, oh, 30 years later, the go-giver appeared. Right, yada, yada, yada. 30 <laughs> years later, right? <laughs> Fast forward. <laughs> so the 80s, I was doing this, yada, yada, yada. It's now 2020. Um, so, I, <coughs> excuse me, I got into speaking um, you know, as my sales really did well and people are asking me to teach their people how to do this and that. And then I thought, you know, I, I kind of saw there was a way to, to have a business doing this, which appealed to me. And, um, I joined the National Speakers Association, um, the, uh, uh, which is, you know, about really, it's an association of speakers, which is really more about the business of, of speaking, yeah. uh, I know you all have a, a, a chapter of that and your own organization over in the UK and it's yeah. now different places around the world. And, uh, and I remember a couple of years into my speaking, I was at one of the conferences uh, and uh, I, was, I was talking with a group of people who were more experienced than I, I was. And they said, Berg, you know, you're at that point now where you really should write a book and position yourself better. It's going to make you more marketable. You'll get higher fees, blah, blah, blah. You know, all the, the, the reasons we all know these days that yeah. but, you know, back then you didn't think about that as much. Uh, so I wrote my first book, which was endless referrals, uh, network your everyday contacts into sales. I really didn't want to write a book. I'd had a, a video cassette tape. <laughs> now, this is how long ago it was, right? <laughs> Audio cassette tape album that's what we call them. and which is like one step above uh eight track tapes yeah. right i mean it's it's and so uh i so I, I wrote that book for total utilitarian purposes it was to position myself in the marketplace better mm -hmm. and fortunately it worked and it was you know it was a it was a good move it was good advice they gave um from so i was really at that time simply a speaker who wrote to support his speaking um, over the course of year uh, of the years, I, I began to write other books, and they were more because I, I thought I had something that I wanted to share and something that I wanted to, to say. Uh, with the Go Giver, um, it was really because, and, and since Endless Referrals had come out, which was back in the I think about 1994, 
um, I had always read parables. I'd always loved parables, mm -hmm. whether it was Ogmandino's uh, greatest salesman in the world or yeah, yeah. Lassen's richest man in Babylon. Or yeah. The, uh, one minute series in the early 80s, uh, Spencer Johnson and Dr. Uh, Dr. Johnson, Dr. Blanchard, and, and lots of them. I mean, parables are all over the planet. I lo always love them. I mean, you could just pick them up, read them, and they're stories. So unlike a how-to book, which is what Endless Referrals was, and of course, you know, I love how-to books also and love learning from them, but there's nothing like a parable, a story, to really connect on a heart level. And I thought, what if we could take the basic premise of Endless Referrals, which is all things being equal, people will do business with and refer business to, those people they know, like, and trust, and put that in parable form. So the first question I asked basically was, well, so, so in titling it, what is the... Um, what is the, the basic element, if you will, um, uh, of, of someone who is able to quickly and sustainably create those relationships? What is their essence? What is their substance? And it's that they're always giving value. Their focus is on giving value. So we came up with The Go-Giver as a title. But of course, as you both know, what really made this book happened was when I asked John David Mann, and when I say asked, I mean pleaded with John David Mann <laughs> to be a co-author and lead writer and storyteller because he's a, you know, he's brilliant. <laughs> and, so, uh, and so we collaborated on it, you know, after about, I think it was 25 or 26 rejections from publishers, about a year after our agent started shopping the book around, we, we you know, got a portfolio to take it on a division of uh, now Random House uh, um, Penguin, Penguin Random House. and you know, now we've had a series of them and it's been a fun ride. It has, and, and they're all amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but they're all amazing in their own way. And as Thank you say, it's the parable aspect that attracted us. It's the parable aspect that I think attracts entrepreneurs to read it and see inside the message um, and then help them build their business better. Um, I, I mean, I think you I think you changed the title of this one, didn't you? This one is, yeah, yeah. and I love this beyond anything, actually, after Thank the Go-Giver, because Thank you. we all focus on us. <laughs> that says a, it all, it's not about you. It's not about you. You know, we're huge proponents of what we call attraction marketing, yeah. bringing people to see our business, forming a relationship of no like and trust because of the value that we put into the marketplace and have the right people approach us to want to work with us because they feel the same way. Um, and I think your books embodied, that particular book really embodied that and it's why we fell in love with it so much. Well, you know, it, it, there were some really interesting lessons with the book, It's Not About You, which was the follow-up to The Go-Giver, the yeah. second parable in the story. And, uh, and we thought that the title would be actually a very attractive title because people who read The Go-Giver would understand that that was kind of a playoff of Law 3, where yeah. it was a, you know, your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's. Uh, no, people pretty much stayed away from that one in droves. 
And I remember not really understanding why, because, well, we love the title, but of course it's not about us. No. So <laughs> the, the question is, why didn't others love the title? And um, I asked a lot of people, and I remember speaking with, with uh, Tom Ziegler one day, who's a great guy, who's the son of Zig Ziegler, who's really, he and his family are carrying on the Ziegler legacy in such a wonderful way. And I, I said, and we were discussing this, and he said, well, Bob, you know, the, as much as I can tell, he said, um, if I'm the average person in a bookstore and I see a title that says, it's not about you, well, why would I want to get it? <laughs> but, you know, that's a really great point. Not to mention the go-giver, really uh, one of the big reasons it, it has sold so well is because people give it as a, they buy tons of them to give to others, right? They give as gifts. Well, you give someone a, a, a title with the go-giver, well, that's a compliment. But you give someone a book as a gift with the title, it's not about you. And, you know, hmm, what's this person trying to tell me? You know, it's like giving someone a bottle of mouthwash. Yeah. You know, I'm telling you this, but there's something you need to change. So we, uh, what we decided to do is, is to, and we asked the publisher to do this, and, and so much credit to them, because most publishers will not do this, and they did. We said, could we change the title and just brand it within the go-giver, you know, brand, trademark, whatever, and call it the go-giver leader? which yep. is really, and we also made a slight change at the end of it, and which is better. And then we added a, a, a question and answer and discussion guide. Yeah, the go leader. And it sold really, really well. So, you know, we shouldn't judge a book by its cover or title, right? Well, yeah, but we do. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lovely story. And, and actually, I can, I can see that now. If, if you saw it, in the bookshelf, out, the bookshelf out of context right exactly out of context and yeah, yeah um, exactly but if you fall in love with the authors and you fall in love with the stories then trust me you just keep getting the, the rest of their books so thank you, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. so do you have another one in the pipeline i know you just know, to finish off yeah yeah no, I mean, after that one, of course, we had the Go-Giver Influencer. Yes, that's and lovely. That's, and that's lovely. probably John's and my, both of our favorite in the series. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, people who, uh, people who, while we always introduce different characters, oh, thank you, while we always introduce different <laughs> characters in the, in the ensuing stories, we always bring back some familiar places. And we also kind of give, an, uh, one of the, 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 in this book, there are two mentors and two protégés. And one of them, one of the mentors meets their protégé in one of Rachel, who, you know, she and Joe are from the very start of the, at the end. And now she's got, well, I won't give it away, but she's got, <laughs> you know, stores. And, and uh, so we get to see where, you know, so people who've never read the other books in the series, it won't matter. They're all self-contained stories, but people who've read The Go-Giver and The Go-Giver Leader will get some of the inside references as we keep it in the same city and go back and visit some of the same places and people. I, I just think it's lovely. And actually, uh, just to, to finish off, because I think it's a perfect way to end such a wonderful, wonderful um, time with you, Bob, of which we really appreciate. You say in the introduction to the Go-Giver Influencer, your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interests first. Isn't that what we're finding happening right now? Yeah, and, and you know, and it's always important to, to, I think, qualify that statement for people who haven't yet read any of the books. If you've read the books, you know what we mean by that, but if you haven't, I always like to make sure people know when we say, 
you know, place other people's interests first. We do not mean you should be anyone's doormat. We don't mean you should be a martyr or that you should be self-sacrificial. That's not what placing the other person's interest first means. It just means understanding that as you build a relationship to the degree that you can move from an I focus or me focus to an other focus, looking to as Sam, one of the mentors in the original story told Joe, to make your win all about the other person's win. You become very attractive to others. You become that center of influence. You become that person who others know, like, and trust. You become that person who's able to develop an army of what we call personal walking ambassadors. Exactly. Now, we talked right at the very beginning um, about some of the things that people can be doing while they are at home, developing their personal skills, reading, um, is there somewhere they can go and find your videos and find your blog posts? And I know Calvin writes for you occasionally. They might be Calvin the cat. Calvin the cool cat. <laughs> sleeping right now, just like your cat is sleeping back there on the chair. Yeah. For those who uh, yeah, haven't noticed the, the big uh, fur ball uh, back there. Uh, and uh, Calvin will, will be sending him virtual paw bumps. Oh, I'm sure he'll be very happy with But yeah, you know, people can come to Berg, B-U-R-G dot com. Uh, they, can, they can get chapters of the books to, to read first to see if they like them. But they may really be interested if they go to the blog. I have a series called Influence and Success Insights. It's a video series I'm posting twice a week. Uh, you just got to kind of scroll down to the first one. But, and then before that, there was one on endless referrals, the go-giver way. And so we've got plenty of videos you can binge watch uh, if you would like. Absolutely Fantastic. fabulous. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, oh, love visiting with the two of you. No, we love it too. And it just brings us closer across the miles. And I think we all need that connection right now. Absolutely. So thank you to everyone for watching or listening in to today's show. And to you, Bob, please stay safe. Love to your family. And of course, to your little four-legged angel. <laughs> Likewise, thank you. Right, right back at you. <laughs> Thanks for joining Thanks us. Thanks for joining. Take us. care. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. This is the Retirement Lifestyle Podcast with Chris and Susan Beasley.